0: Securities offered through Cetera Advisor Networks LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Cetera Advisor Networks LLC is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Carson Partners, a division of CWM LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. This is the way to wealth with host Scott Ford, a jujitsu-fighting, woodworking, beekeeping entrepreneur who is also the managing director, partner, and wealth advisor of Carson Wealth. Financial freedom is the goal, and clarity and simplicity is how we'll get there. Let's get to it. This
1: is Way to Wealth. Hello, and welcome back to the Way to Wealth podcast, where we're all about making money simple, allowing you to fully live and to fully live now. So when you think of health, wealth, wisdom and happiness under happiness, I talk about having a dream that you can contribute. The first thing I talk about is having healthy relationships, you know, and that they are some of our best teachers and an opportunity to grow. But really, happiness in my mind comes from having healthy relationships, having a dream or purpose that you feel like you're contributing to and then being grateful. Like there are three key components of happiness. And I wanted to talk about purpose because You've done so well at this and having a dream and having a purpose. And not only is it for you, it gives other team members something to plug into. And like they need that for their happiness. And so I want to spend some time talking about purpose. I know for me, and I'll, I'll just start there briefly, I'm doing it. I'm living it. Like For whatever reason, I came into this space of wealth and finances because I had an interest. And now it's clearer than ever of what it's for. It's about well-being. It's about healing. That's the whole game. And so the f- they're coming to get financially healed. We got a process for that. It's called the way to wealth. And what they really, that's what they want. What they really need, again, is this overall sense of well-being in all areas of life. And so thinking a dream, I mean, what are they? what are they wanting? We all want to be happy. Well, why are we not? Because things aren't going to make you happy. So, focusing on this and just helping people think about it that I'm living my purpose and that is helping a thousand business owners like me build to exit and help them live a life of health wealth wisdom and happiness. Angie and I made this part of our trust document. We've come up with core values and a mission. I mean, this is truly what I'm here to do. I'm not leaving to my kids and grandkids, but then these thousand business owners really helping them to live a life of abundance of health wealth wisdom and happiness. So thinking of a dream to contribute to this is mine and thinking about it's all about healing that's what angie and i are up to we're we're working on a healing center we're working with um indigenous people and indigenous cultures going back to what wisdom did they have that we forgot i'll give you one example of that uh you, you can think about the the u.s constitution and the u.s constitution when you do the research was actually part of that development and founding came from the Iroquois nation, the Iroquois Native American nation. And it was called the Great Law of Peace. And Benjamin Franklin and others counseled with them of the elders of what, you know, what, because it was around for a long time before the U.S. Constitution and work. And it was like, what worked and what didn't? And they learned from it. They left two things out. One of them was the seventh generation rule. So I'm bringing that back. That's one of my dreams that I'm contributing to the seventh generation rule. The seventh generation rule is before they made any decision, how's it going to affect seven generations from now? Not only their family, everyone's family, because we all are one family and the animals, the plants, the water. How's this affect seven generations from now? We left that out of ours. And it's like, ah, so now we can co-create and bring that back. And the second thing they left out was the. Uh, the power and role of women, specifically women elders, we left out of our constitution. So anyway, there were. This is my dream. This is what Angie and I are working on. And so I just, I just think it's critically important to have one. And me living mine, I want to help a thousand other business owners and entrepreneurs have theirs. Because what difference can that make to this planet and us as human beings for legacies and futures to come? So on that. What are your thoughts on it? Because you've lived it. You are living it. You, you are it. What do you think of purpose and a dream?
2: Yeah, man. No, I, everything you said, Scott, like we're we are so in tune with that. Yeah, the, the, the purpose, like I'm 57 years old and I pop out of bed today with so much energy and excitement and really people say, oh, Ron, you work so hard. And I say, I don't work at all. Because my purpose is, I don't think it's work is work and play is play. I think all of it's just living my life. I think it's a crazy idea that someone is going to do something, maybe their whole life that they don't like. Hmm. So they can get this sliver of time called retirement that they can do what they love. How messed up is that? Let's go back and rewire Let's have a purpose, and we teach something at Carson called the blueprinting process. Live your life by design, not by default. It's a hard process to go through because you know who it's hardest being honest with? Yes. It's you, yes. yourself. This is where you can pull your ego and your soul together. So they're pulling in the same direction because their ego is always in the way, always trying to protect what it thinks is in our best interest because it's only working with our conscious mind. Very limited amount of information. Our soul, who's been with us forever, and you can decide for you what that means, right? He's gonna be with us yep. forever. Yep. it's like it's it's crying for a much higher evolution and impact, and that's purpose, right? It's our daily purpose. Yes. That's why Maslow in his hierarchy of needs, Scott, was so perfect, you know, because you can't go to the next until you solve this. We talked about it financially free. I wanna have, I wanna make sure that I've got food, water, shelter. Yes. Unless you have that, you're spending all day thinking about that. So once you get it, pretty soon we're self actualization. We get this purpose Mm. in ourselves. And I love the piece about seven. I've I've never heard that before, Scott, but wow, think of our world if we thought that way. A, B, I can't think of a greater amount of love. For humanity to be thinking about people that we'll never talk to, that will never know us, probably, and that we're making, making these decisions. So as I say, I love to say, you know, your why should be so powerful. You know, what's your personal mission statement? What is it you want to accomplish? And I'm big on setting goals. You know, every year, yesterday morning, I was going through my goals for the year. Go out 20, 15, 10, 5, 3, 1. And then I do the sixth most vital one. I got right here. First this morning was my <laughs> gratitude, meditations, and then this with you. But I am very regimented in that. But it, it all is connected to my purpose, which is mm-hmm. all about what kind of impact can we can we leave in this earth? And it, it invigorates me. I have more energy, more excitement, uh, more everything at 57 than I did at 37. And, and it's all, it's all driven by purpose. What is my purpose? What is our purpose?
1: Yeah. You're congruent hundred percent. And I've watched it, right? We've known each other 20 years. So I've watched you live it. And uh, yeah, you're not just saying it, not only living it, but just, you know, I can see someone who's more excited now and congruent than someone I knew 20 years from now. So you're not, he's, you're not just saying it, you're living it and it's beautiful. And the point is we're sharing and I'm sharing you with this wisdom for those listeners. It's doable, like just do what's being shared. It's so true. And you, you think of a dream. You can think of it this way, too, because some people struggle with what is my dream? And you said it blueprinting can be tough because we're the easiest people to fool when we're working on ourselves. Right. And it was Steve Jobs that said in his commencement speech that one of the benefits of becoming terminally ill for him was he quit caring what other people thought, like, you know what? What? life's too short, don't care. And not in a dump on them way, just a, I'm going to be me. And if you like it, that's great. And if you don't, that's great. I'm going to be me. And I think that's actually beautiful. So another thing to think about is if you can't think of your dream, well, what's the opposite? What would be your nightmare? What stresses you out? And maybe that helps you get clear on, well, I don't like that. Then what is my dream? Einstein once said, Uh, I made note of this, your dreams are a snapshot of your future. In other words, when you're clear on your dreams, believe in yourself and your dreams and take action, you're very likely to experience your dreams. So this stuff works. So when you think of dreams and your legacy, you know, there's multiple facets to look at and Ron's exactly right. He's created a blueprinting exercise. I've done it. I have no idea how many times, but a lot. And every time I do it, it gets clearer for me. And every time I do it, uh, it is difficult work. It's introspection and deep thinking. And, you know, am I really being affected, you know, even by your spouse or kids or 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 others? Um, it's a good question to ask. Be congruent with yourself to get there. So some of the things to think about, I'll just mention, like, what income would you want to have and what Geographic location, what working conditions do you want? I mean, Ron's living in, he's in Aspen, and, and I built a dream house for Angie and I in, in West Virginia. Um, what, what, what people do you want to be around? What values are there? So I got two comments on that. So I think of people. I did an exercise not that long ago, and the exercise was this bullseye picture. And on the center of the bullseye, like dead center bullseye, the quest, the comment was, if you have one, you are unbelievably blessed. If you have more than one in this bullseye, you are, there's no words for how blessed you are. And the comment to that is, do you, who do you have you would die for? And who do you have that would die for you? They would take a bullet for you, literally. And I have that. And that's just, it, it, it was just real clister, uh, uh, clarifying for me to do this exercise. And I put the names in that bullseye. And then right outside the bullseye was called Trusted Network. And the comment here was, who do you have that at 3 a.m. you could call and as long as their phone was accessible or vice versa? And you said, I am in need. They show up. No questions to ask their trusted network. Like they got your back truly. And in there you may have 10 to 12, maybe, and maybe five to seven. And then outside of that, kind of got your tribe. And this is getting bigger to maybe 150 people. And these people um, are there for you, but you're not going to call them at 3 a.m. and they're going to show up but they're, they're there for you. And then outside of that, you have you know followers and then you kind of get it broader out to the world, right? The clarifying piece for that to me was, wow, well, there's people that, candidly, there was people I, I would take a bullet for that were probably in my tribe, vice versa, right? It's an interesting dynamic. And then there were people trusted network, but it was real clarifying to recognize our most valuable resources time and who do we choose to spend that with is really impactful for our lives and theirs. And that's when the, that, that light bulb went on all for me. So anyway, I share the exercise because it was impactful for me that maybe audience, you can listen to that to think about who are the people that you want to really make sure with your most valuable resource, which is your time, that you give them that and vice versa.
2: What, what are your great. thoughts? that some perspective like i, I remember Please. you shared this with me and i think it's so powerful but i think people um i'll go come back to me and Jeannie. uh we we go through our life and we would have people in that bullseye um and sometimes they move and mm-hmm. i think that we should celebrate the fact we used to i'll give you a good example we had a couple that was in our wedding uh, we were in their wedding they're in our wedding but our lives became so different that we got together out of obligation, not out, not out of feeding each other's energy. And it was, it, it was every so often we had this people that used to be on the bullseye that really weren't anymore, but no one really acknowledged that. And, but we were still investing that kind of time. And, and I had this epiphany. It's like people come in and out of our lives for different times and different reasons. Mm-hmm. And even to be celebrated the fact that, hey, it was beautiful and we shouldn't try to hold on to something that's not serving both sides. I think any relationship is about each other making deposits you know, in the relationship bucket. Does it make us better? Does it elevate our energy? Do we, do we feel enlightened and nurtured and educated? And are you with people, if you're curious, that are curious with you? And then that changes and say, don't hold on to that and say, I need to pull it forward because it'll exhaust you. But say, hey, that and that relationship could come back into the bullseye. Right? That's what's interesting is people are moving around. Tr- don't try to hold what society says, oh, you should do this out of obligation, but listen to your heart. That's why I think, you know, we, you got to live a little bit in the future, right? But I'm all about living in the present moment um, and, and just evaluating where you're at with those relationships all the time, because managing that energy the energy sphere that you allow to get close to you is important. And if you're pulling along dead weight or negative energy, because sometimes it will turn negative, it's just an unhealthy thing to try and do in life. I, I, I think, you know, life, life is beautiful, but it takes a lot of effort. And, and taking, you know, negative baggage, your relationships that don't serve you, is, can very quickly cause you to have little or no progress because emotionally you're just drained.
1: Yeah, that is great perspective. I mean, very well said, and thanks for sharing that spot on. And thinking about it, um, is just that it's because you're not. You're just recognizing that. Yeah, they were in the bullseye, and now they may be in the tribe, and that's great. There's no angst there. That's that idea of being in flow of this is just what is, and there's no judgment on it. This is just recognition. Yet, if you don't, what you said. Now you're you're forcing. You're not flowing. You're forcing them back into the to the bullseye where well, they're not. It's life ebbs and flows, and so recognizing that. Okay, so maybe just not as much time spent. You still love them. You'll still see them. You're just not forcing to spend uh, a bunch of time, and that's great for both parties. So that's such a good exercise, and that's such good perspective that you're sharing and shared there. When I think of values, when I think of purpose, because this is something that I think is critically important. When you think of a dream and you think of purpose, it really needs to align with your values. And that can get get mismatched. Again, you have to get honest with yourself. And I'm going to tie this together with everything. I'm going to tie this together with the wealth management and what we do and the the healthy, wealthy, wise, and happy. My perspective, Ron, is that a lot of times... In every industry, including ours, people and professionals hear about 30, if we're lucky, 40% of the agenda or the real agenda and then launch into solutions. And what they really should be doing is hearing the last 10 to 5% of the agenda and the conversation and the depth of what's really going on below the iceberg that they're not even talking about yet. Then the solutions are obvious. They present themselves as professionals. So, like, that's what you want to solve for. So, to me, thinking about like values as a family first. Okay. So, this is back to that seven generation thinking a little bit. So, if you can think about your, your family values and your family mission and who you are and what you've learned and document those. With those, we'll end up tying to business values and with those that start to, to, to harm what you do with your money, et cetera, et cetera. And then that's what you would use to draft a will or a estate and the kind of legacy you want to lead, leave, but it takes time to do that. So again, getting to that less 5% as a family. So you're real clear on your values. Now you can make sure that's congruent with your dream and your purpose and your spouses and family. Um to me, that's the best starting point. To me, that's what makes it all work—is the values.
2: I agree, Scott. And this something I'm super excited about, and that's what I love about being curious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I always find every day uh, new things I'm excited about, and you turn me on. And something we're doing together is this family constitution. So. I mean, really getting that tied in. And I see the family constitution as being a way of really getting the decisions you make for the seven generations in the future, because if you don't have that document, if you don't have that way of existing, I think it can be pretty hard trying to even pass those decisions on you know, to the next generation, because I think we can yes. impact probably two generations, right? Our kids and then our grandchildren, maybe our great-grandchildren. But a long ways off from the seven uh, seven generations that we want to be, we want to be yeah. taking care. of.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It was like I think it was James Hughes who wrote the book Family Wealth. He's a well known attorney in this space, and he it, and I know you've heard this, but it's the shirt sleeves to shirt sleeves in three generations, or you know, other countries rice paddies, rice paddies, the three generations. The point is, it doesn't make it to the third. And his whole um, thesis on this, where he came to his conclusion, is it's one hundred percent communication. So the values and the thinkings, what's not passed on, it's easy to pass the money on, but that's not going to last if you don't pass on the deep values and the thinking that created that money, and that and that the gap there is communication, which is exactly what this whole seven generation thinking and this whole family uh, constitution or family declaration, like that's what this is all about. So that's that's my dream. That's tying all this, the indigenous into Healthy, Wealthy, Wise, and Happy, which ties to money. That's what this whole podcast is about. So any other additional thoughts or things you would want to share, Ron?
2: I love, so with our kids, you know, we told them ever since they were very little that you're not going to really get much. So go make it yourself. And our kids have been so on board with that. And uh, and they've done so well. Uh, Buffett had a quote, I thought it was so good. You know, the one point one you know one of the richest men in the universe so i want to give my kids so much enough they can do anything but not so much they can do nothing and because a little bit of help really goes a long way you know the world unfortunately is not created equal i wish it were it's just not and that's a reality and and uh so some some help can really really uh have a profound acceleration in how people can can have their own impact but just leaving somebody a lot of money and you and i have both seen this it is ugly and it it, if it if it doesn't come with um, the idea that this isn't yours to spend you're a steward of this and here's the instructions from past generations that have helped accumulate this this is kind of impact we've all decided don't mess it up on your what, right? That's the kind of yeah. impact that Jeannie and I want to send to our kids through our charitable foundation and, uh, and then on to our grandkids and then on and on and on. Um, I just love the work we're doing, Scott, because I see a lot of miserable people. I mean, i am an asthma. there's billionaires all around me. And some of them are really uh, loving life and have really done the work because it does take work. Right, it's just yeah. you got to you got to put some effort into it, but but most of them um, are just they're on that hedonistic treadmill of more, 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 and they don't enjoy themselves and they're miserable and they're hoarders. That's the other thing I would change if I could wave a magic wand. Is I think hoarding wealth to hoard wealth for many generations is, and I know this isn't going to be popular with some people, but and I'm not I'm not a liberal. I don't believe our government's a solution at all i mean yeah. they they are very there's necessary on some level but it's up to you and i for us to awaken giants that have influence and wealth that can help fix our country's problems i mean we're all human we're all people Should, no there is no baby comes into this world with hatred you know i've got a little grandson who's nine yeah. nine months old i have a three-year-old And they are a beautiful, clean slate. They don't see Mm. color. They don't see anything wrong with anybody. They love everybody. And I just, I have real great hope that we can get there as a society. And I think this next young generation has a lot more information because of things like the internet. I think they do communicate better and I couldn't be more bullish or excited for humanity because of the work that you and I are doing. And, And it's a butterfly effect. Like a little flap here we 're going to have a profound impact on the world, and it 's great that we get to help people with their finances, but it 's really awakening those people to a higher purpose of their and and the tool that they 've been blessed with wealth that it can have on the world and on this planet is profound
1: it's It is extremely profound, so heartfelt thank you, your wisdom. Uh, would go a long way with this audience. Uh, You've lived it, you've done it. So those of you who don't know you personally, I can attest to that. So that's truth and wisdom when someone is living it and congruent, Ron is. So thanks for joining the Way to Wealth podcast. And it is so exciting to think about uh, helping in my my numbers, a thousand business owners building to exit, and that's the ultimate goal is to awaken them to make it because they're impactors, they're they're making a difference, and that's where I think we can change the wave going in the it, 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 making it go in the right direction for seven generations to come. So, thanks for your time, Ron. Look, look forward to doing this again at some point. And listeners, thanks for joining the Way to Wealth podcast, where we're all about making money simple. Why? so that you can fully live, and you can fully live now. See you next episode.
0: The opinions voiced in Way to Wealth with Scott Ford, Managing Director, Partner, and Wealth Advisor of Carson Wealth, are for general information only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Legato Family is not affiliated with Zaterra Advisor Networks, LLC, or CWM, LLC. Carson Wealth, 19833, Leitersburg, Pike, Suite 1, Hagerstown, Maryland, 21742.